Today is August 11th. The Yankees win a series in Kansas City. The bats come alive. They average nine hits a game. Every single man wearing pinstripes that stepped to the plate reached base. And they want a crazy game and they want a bullpen day. So let's talk some Yanks. Hello and welcome to Talking Yanks, brought to you by DraftKings Correction. They were not wearing pinstripes because it was an away series, and you guys can head to bugeaters.com if you care about that. My name's Jimmy, his name is Jake, and BBD in the corner. Jake, how are you doing? What's up, my good pal, Jake? How are you? Tell everyone how you're doing. Vincent Michael O'Brien, big... Baby, Davis, Mendelssohn, everyone in the chat, Joe Meza, Deliman56, Marcus Kellegrew, FaceTime from Jack Davis, thought it was going to be Trevor for sure. I just ignored Thanks, that. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We love you. Jim Yanks, I got a stat for you. Oh! Right dude. off the rip. Right off the rip. Right off the ripper magoo. Yeah. <laughs> Menry. Yanks have won nine of their last ten series. I heard Jack Curry say that stat on the broadcast. Meredith said it. Um, I've been calling Meredith Jack Curry lately. That's true. It's been getting confusing on ours. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. Um, and by the way, yeah, I try to say I'd be there waiting for, that's Red Hot Chili Peppers. Jim, today was a low-key important game. It was a must-win game. It was a lot of pressure. Yanks have had a couple must-win games. They had the two games to the Orioles after they lost the first one. They needed to win those. They did. They won today against Kansas City to win the series. Um, yeah, man, if you exclude the Boston disaster, which you can't because it was miserable, Yanks have been winning baseball and... Uh, Man, going through this series, you're right. Absolute chaos. You were asking what happened in game two, and that's kind of a blur. To, hey, this game was kind of a blur. We had a lot going on, but also... It's just such a day game it's today. Exciting. It was such a day game today. Had day game vibes. And we then like, it all started, like, started with absolute chaos on the Monday one. night game. Yeah, which we did talk about last episode a good amount since we, we did the midweek to. and we had to. They forced our hand. Yes. Every time you say, yeah, man, I think I've told you this before, I hear Yemen, which reminds me of um, Chandler Bing and Friends. And you say it a lot, but I want the audience to do this with me every time you say it. I just, and cool. then I tell them it's, a, it's Ryan Rucco. I stole that from Rucco. Yeah, man? Yeah, man. He lets out a big, yeah, man. But that's not how you say it. You say it quick. And you've been saying it since before the Rooks was a part of us. Saruko. It's a Yankee show. Yeah, man. That's how you say show. it. It's not a Chandler Bing thing. I have a lot of Chandler Bing things. That is not. You guys can hear it. And then you'll quickly think of Yemen and then Chandler Bing. It's a fun Did time. Did you see on Weekly Dumb the other day? You said 
rank them, but I thought ride them, and the audience was like, definitely thought it was ride them. So you said a number, and I was like, what the hell was that? I knew that happened in live time. <laughs> I did not. So rank, her, rank his name. Go check out Weekly Dumb. Yeah. Dad. I don't think your mic's commuted. I was looking to rank the name, I guess. Right. Yeah. Which is, we've done a lot. Yeah, and I told you that we should do it more. But it sounded like Rightum. Rank his name. So, good stuff for the Yanks. Ryan Ruth is a doing? great name. It's like a seven and a half. Great name. I'd consider eight. Well, when you, when you can turn it into Ryan Rooks, that's like an eight. That's like an eight and a half. I kind of like the Ruko. I mean, that's maybe it's the Paisan in me. Good combo of vowels with a noise. Yeah, I'm doing good. My neck hurts a lot. Yeah. I do this thing, man. I Googled it today. When I would dry my hair after a shower, I tweak my neck. So I spent a lot of time on Google of having to figure out how do I fix that quickly. Mm. I've been doing this. not a getting old thing. I've been doing this since I was young. The effects that's happening to you could be a getting old thing. But, you know, you I mean, even when you're young, you get a like crick I, in your neck. I used to shake my hair every time I come out of the shower. I had to stop because you get old, your neck gets tight. No, but, you know, like you get like a creak in your neck. Sure. I don't know if that's right common. Now. And then it stays with you the whole day. Like you just, it could be a quick twitch. I, think that's I a get it. age thing. What? I think there's a little bit of age in there. It happened when I was little, like a lot, a lot. Because you say like that, and then it's stuck. But it's the back of my neck, which is a annoying part to have that happen to. Um, I'm good, man. I, the Yankees are in such a very confusing time um, where they're winning yes. like the Dickens. Mm. They're like the best team in all of baseball at winning baseball games right now. They're also the best team in all of baseball at getting hurt or getting COVID. Yeah. Like, we are still... Con- the worst, depending on how you look at it. Yeah. We are still losing players like crazy. Yeah. But only the Rays are on equal or better hot streak, or the Blue Jays, too, as well. You know? I think if you backdate it a little further, recently the Jays are in the mix. The Rays uh, jump-frogged us a little bit. I think they're... The Yankees are 21-10 and 10 since July blank, and the Rays are 20-8. and 8. So if the Rays go one and two in their next couple games, but they're playing the Red Sox, so they'll win. Um, but yeah, either way, and it made a winning brand of baseball that you're right. I mean, every day is a gunch, gut punch. I mean, you know, Clay Holmes, sure, it's probably not on the same level of Rizzo or Garrett Cole, but Clay Holmes has become a very important part of this bullpen. So he gets, he's the gut punch before today's game. What, what day is it? I found out on um, Baseball Reference, I found out how to find, like, best records since this date. The, the, the part of Baseball Reference that you can do that. Do you think it's July 6th? Is that what we're thinking? I would guess it is July... I believe it's July 6th. Or is it July 4th? BBD thinks it's July the day, 6th. The day Kyle and I have been using is July 4th because they had the doubleheader. Oh, you do get an extra loss. You get loss, an extra though. loss as well. So I All right, so the Rays are sense. better than them. Since July 4th, the Rays are 21-8. and eight, The Yankees are 20-10. and 10, um, But that's the best. The, the, that's So, you know, where you're still getting fans acting like they're playing terrible baseball because right. some of the wins aren't incredibly clean 
and they're a lot of they're close or they're you know they're still making errors right. in the field. People, yeah. the lineups are still bizarre. I mean, the bullpen days are bizarre, and in this series, you see a lot of it. And uh, before we started, there were some people in the chat like complaining. Still, and I some of it you you get, but they're the second best team at winning baseball games right now. Right. So it's, it's a really weird place they're in. And I, I, part of me gets it. I mean, look at the Yankees bench right now. Rob Brantley, Andrew Velasquez, Jonathan Davis. I mean, that's a little hello. Uh, at the same time, you're playing the Kansas City Royals. We're expecting big things from this team, and they do win the series. And at one point in this series, the Yankees had gone 17 innings without scoring a run. That whole first game breaks into two games. I mean, it's a scoreless pitcher's duel through six, yeah, and, and then it's a run festival the rest of the way. So... I guess I'm okay if you have some mixed emotions, but you got to be happy with the results now because it's... Well, you said it best com- when we were, we're on over the fan. a month. Yes, and you said it best on the fan. Like, who cares how the wins look? As long as they're getting them right now, that's amazing. Yeesh. Uh, so the update is, and there's so many mm. updates. Um, Glaber officially went on the 10-day IL. What Did that happen on Tuesday? I would forget. That was I think before right before, the series. Right before the series. Okay. Um, we watched him get hurt at yeah, home. Yes, yes, yes. Um, uh, so, Nick Nelson gets recalled. Clint Frazier started his rehab assignment in Tampa. Trey Ambergy started his rehab assignment in, in Scranton-Wilkes-Barre. Brooks Kriske got called up uh, to replace Clay Holmes, who goes on the uh, injured list. So, there you go. Do we have any other injury updates? Oh, Monty and Cole are joining the team for the White Sox series, but they're going to pitch out of the bullpen? I don't know this update. I believe that's what they said. Uh, I think Maybe they're the going to throw morning, bullpens? Update from this morning, early afternoon. Uh, there's a chance Garrett Cole and Jordan Montgomery will, will rejoin the rotation early next week. So they're joining them this weekend, and they're throwing bullpen sessions. Makes a little more sense. But then, but I think they said like we don't know how they're gonna come back. Well, I know you. I think you originally speculated credit was that they could piggyback a day and make a day out of it. Um, it is an interesting thought process, especially everything that's going on with our pitching right now. If you had, if Garrett Cole and Jordan Montgomery are going to throw a 50 bullet bullpen day, we could probably use that against the White Sox. Um, but again, you know, that, that gets really tricky. Are you having Garrett Cole literally come out of the bullpen? Do you have to start the game? I mean, we're doing bullpen games anyway, so I don't know. It gets a little tricky because. Uh, Garrett Cole has been on a borderline Cy Young pace this year. Monty has been really good of late. So you just do have, whatever they want. Like, is that fair? Yeah, I have Boone's audio. Do you think there's any? It's 50 seconds. I'll listen to it for 50 seconds. All right, let's see if we get any uh, lean after hearing him if talk Cole about Cole and it. Montgomery, their 10 days on the COVID IL are almost up. Will they come off that <laughs> when the 10 days are up, or will they need more time? Um. Yeah, so there's we could see them this week. They'll probably rejoin us on the road um, and hopefully throw a bullpen at some point this weekend. Um, and then we'll we'll kind of evaluate along with them where they are and and you know 
as as far as when we insert them back in um you know i have some ideas in my mind and, and i've talked spoken with them a little bit about it but you know first things first is they're both doing well they've both been able to throw with one another and 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 work out and things like that so they're doing well but you know let's get a bullpen under under their belt okay so he knows when he's going to put them in the rotation i guess the part that's a little odd to me is he says he said they're going to join them on the road yeah so they're going to chicago they have three more road games in chicago Yes. And then they go back home to the stadium. Yeah. If they're not going to pitch, why have them come out? I think it's Field of Dream games, and they probably want to see that. But they have COVID. I don't think they're going to, they're eligible for the Field of Dreams game. So. So why are why would Garrett Cole fly out for either a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or Saturday, Sunday in Chicago to fly back to Yankee Stadium to throw a bullpen in front of the pitching in front of Matt Blake and the technology? Know. Give him the keys to the stadium. Let him come in for a day. Film it. Send the film to Matt Blake. They didn't leave a rap soda machine at the stadium. I'll open it up for them. It is interesting. Why are they flying them to Chicago just to throw a bullpen session? I don't know. I think they are. I don't think they're going to, like, surprise us in this Chicago series. And not for Muffins. We've seen them line up their rotation for Red Sox series this year. You know, they play the Red Sox doubleheader Tuesday and Wednesday. So that's them. They just both pitch a doubleheader. Ooh, feels like a solution to me. That would be my guess that they're both going to pitch Tuesday, August 17th. Cole gets game one. Monty gets game two. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, how would that go then? So, Heen Dog is Thursday. Sure is. Then it would be you could do Tyone Saturday because he pitched on Tuesday. They, so They have him listed for Sunday. I think Sunday is the normal Tuesday Rotation Wednesday, day. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, okay. So then, so who pitched uh, before Tyone? It was bullpen day, right? Yeah, so currently the Yanks don't have a starter listed for Saturday. They can't do more bullpen days, man. It's going to be after an off day. Oh, heel. Heel pitched, so it'll be heel. He's just not on the That's roster nice. right now. So it'll be, so uh, it's going to be Heaney, heel, Tyone. And then Nestor in that Angels game. Weird Angels game. That adds up. That adds up. And then you go Monty and Cole for the Boston doubleheader. And heel. Back to the Heen Dog, bro. Back to the Heen Dog. Yeah. If you win both games. Heel on one day extra rest adds up. So that's my guess, yeah. Makes sense. All right. Uh, Gary and Rizzo are starting to feel better, but they actually... Like had COVID and right. had symptoms, so they they need to get their strength back and all of that. I don't think we've had a geo update, have we? He just needs to run again. Yeah, other than he had the setback and obviously didn't come back this series, like they said before. I think they're doing a Red Sox buildup with the Cole and Monty signs. The last thing they said about Geo was he had a little setback. He's not coming on the road with them. 
feels like a Red Sox buildup. You could see a world where he, I don't know, they activate him as the 27th man and the Red Sox doubleheader or something. I don't know how how big a setback yeah. it is. They announced the Chicago White Sox rotation, Tyone Saturday, Nestor Sunday. Saturday? Okay. Yeah, I thought I had that right. But I'm going, remember playing fantasy baseball. If you guy had to start Monday, they pitch Saturday. If you had a guy start Tuesday, they pitch Sunday. I never kept track of it like that, but it's That's usually how you two starts in a fantasy baseball week. I figured they'd keep heel in there one because he's been good, but also a just so extra they're skipping heel for guys. Heel pitches Monday against the Angels, I guess. Isn't what's four days rest? <laughs> Monday, so Tuesday day rest, Wednesday day rest, Thursday day of rest. Friday, Tyone, day of rest, Saturday. So it's Monday. Tyone pitched Monday. Yeah, so you mo- said Tuesday before. That's what threw me off. Oh, sorry. okay. Sorry. My bad then. We all got confused. Makes Monday, sense. yeah, yeah. From the Tuesday day, though, we all had it. Yeah. yeah. I messed up at the beginning. Huge. I do I do like the idea of just having – it is Boston, so it's a bit shaky to put Monty and Cole back out there for Boston games and their first games back. You give them a bullpen day and we're at home. Because if it's not them, seven inning game. If it's not them, like that's. I guess that's the thing in my head. I mean, even if Cole is battling for five innings, it's bullpen days plus Monty Cole. Yeah. On the doubleheader, we'll Got get it. there when we get there. Cool. I like it. We figured it out. That's the uh, history of the injuries. And a little rotation forecasting to start the episode. So. It all goes together like one and two equals three. And Jakey, can you burn for me? Game one. Do any of that? I guess that later. On your mark, get set. Holy smokes. Yankees versus the Royals for three in KC. How's your stuff? Best pitcher in baseball, Jamison Tyone since July 4th. Versus Little Caesar Hernandez with the big heater. Like Carlos Santana in this game, we are 0 for 6 in the first inning on scoring runs until the 7th. King Louis V trying to grab his crown back from Anthony Rizzo. It's 1-0 Yanks in the (laughs) 7th. Royals place one on an O'Hearn. Sack fly after the Yanks give up first, second, and third. Bad baseball, but that's okay because the judge orders what could be a game-winning RBI single. Let's go, big fella, in the AD. The bad man from Boston, Ben and Dandy, he's back. Good for him, don't care. In the ninth, he grabs his crown. King Louis V calling me to the opposite field. A game-winning home run, three to two, Yanks. Oh, God. No, not again. Nikki Lopes with the RBI single. It is three to three. Bunos, Cantos. But that's fine because it's Higgy Smalls time. He's sicker than your average with the big sack fly, four to three. And then the Gardner does it with the RBI single. It's five three. We are going. No, we are not going to the pitchers that day. Dyson with the sack fly. Handsome Hanser Alberto. We met him, Jim. You remember that? Locked up at fives. We're going to 11. 
DJ26 with a big hit. Can he? Willie? Has he? We'll talk about him a little bit this episode. And then the Gardener does it again. Infield signal, single off the face. <laughs> kind of rude. Royals plate one, but it doesn't matter. Yankees go. Tyone, Luizaga, Chad, Zach, Clay Holmes, Wandy Peralta, and take game one in 11 innings. 8-6 final. That was a crazy game. It was, man. That it was really a was. crazy game of poker. Yeah, we could have lost it all. In the top eighth, if I'm hearing your burn correctly, yes. in the top of the eighth inning, the game was tied. 1-1. One, one. And there was two outs, and Judge was up, mm-hmm. and the tying run was on base. They were tied, the leading run. The lead go-ahead run was on base, and they were tied, and it was the eighth inning of a tie game, and the go-ahead run was on base, and there was two two outs and two strikes, and Judge was up. Mm -hmm. That had to end in disaster because I heard he's not clutch or good and Mm -hmm. close and late at all. sound like Dan Rourke. I'm Um, starting to get mad at that narrative. Judge has come through late and close. Like four times in the last eight days, but because one time he struck out to end the game, the judges and clutch people got like so incredibly loud. So he's he's come through so much in the last like three weeks. The last three weeks. Yeah, I think his his high leverage number on the years, high leverage numbers on the year still don't look great. But that but but those are a little bit nonsense. A little bit. I mean, it's it's kind of a. If they're good, you use them. If they're bad, you call them a little bit of nonsense. But, you know, huge hit by Judge. Unfortunately for him, there's a huge hit by a lot of guys in this game that got nullified. I mean, you know, Voight with the with the huge homer um, and Judgey with the big, and it was like a nice piece of hitting too. I think that's the, like, that's the one you kind of circle. Judgey has had a few at-bats this year where it's felt like if the pitcher – if the pitcher goes away slider, fastball on the corner, away slider, he's kind of in the meat grinder. He goes out and gets it and serves it the other way that, you know, that's a big piece of hitting. So good for the big fella. Good for a couple big fellas in this game. This was the craziest game. We talked about it on the other episode. I mean, I uh, I told you I was laughing at, you know, kind of the, the bad people on the internet that are going to, Turn on any reliever that has a bad day And so when it went Johnny, Britton, Chad And they each gave up a run It was kind of a I think people were like running out of tweets Because they were like Well I just bad talked that reliever So I can't do it again Baseball has a funny way sometimes This game was shut out through six innings And then there was a run scored in the 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th, and 11th So after six shutout innings We had five straight innings with runs being scored by both teams. <laughs> I think this game did break records. It was like the Yankees are the first team to win a game with four blown saves in a game or something like that. Yeah, a little fugazi because of the extra four, inning yeah. stuff, but um yeah. Um that is judges sixth uh time he's um scored the go ahead or game tying run in the seventh inning or later this season. I wonder who has the most on the team. 
I'll find out for you. Sure. Oh, the most is Matt Chapman with 12. Glaber has eight on the Yankees. Stanton has eight on the Yankees. And then Judge has six. So he's third on the team. Um, and he's like, you know, top 50 in all of MLB, scoring the tying, runner, tying or go-ahead run seventh inning or later. Driving it in? Or Driving sh- it in. Okay. Drive it, dri- it's on, they're on base. He drives them in. Right. In seventh, eighth, ninth, or extra innings. Top 50. Yeah. I'm not saying he's the most clutch guy in the world. Right, I mean, But he's know- definitely not, doesn't deserve... The disrespect some people give him is like, he never comes through. Like, he does. It's probably like, toss a coin. I do think in previous seasons, there were some better numbers to it. Um, And I do think, you know, the high leverage numbers have something to them. And the strikeouts are way up. And the times he is, he was doing stuff for walks. But, hey, get it going. And, like, you know, Glaber's having a pretty bad year. So, when he's got 12 and judges there, he's going to be measured differently. So, part of me gets it. Keep getting the big hits. Since 2017, Glaber has the most. Look at that. With 21, and Judge has the second most with 19. As the Yankees. So, I don't know. What a new. Um, Do you care about any managerial managerial decisions in this game? Um, I didn't think he made a bad move with the bullpen. Everyone just gave up runs. There's a runner on second. But I didn't. I thought it was the proper time to take out Tyone, uh, let him go battered, batter in the seventh inning. I don't mind that at all, especially because you have Johnny ready to go. Um, and then Luizaga does the the errant pickoff, then the balk, then yeah. a sack fly. Like that inning should have been clean by Johnny. But I didn't mind that move when he took Tyone out. Did you? No, no. I mean, I like. I like believing in your starting pitcher, especially when he's on a run that Jameson Tyone is on. Uh, so I'm fine with that. I guess where I was surprised, I was surprised Chad Green came in instead of Britain. It was a little bit hindsight as 2020, but I kind of want Boone to get in the mindset of if there's a double play to be had, like go let Zach Britton get it. Like, I agree with you. Um, you know, there's runners on first and second there. And. You know, it's kind of the an argument, okay, do you bring in Chad Green because he's got a better chance at a strikeout, which Chad hasn't been full Chad recently. So that's where I'm kind of like, man, Zach Britton has been beating the ball into the ground. He got two double play balls to end today's game. Like, let's start. I know he's got the seniority in the pen, and Chapman's out right now, and if – you know, if the season was on the line tomorrow with Chapman out, I'd probably say let's have Britain close out the ninth. But let's get a little bit in the mindset. Like, if a double play ball can be huge to you, we have, like, the guy in baseball to do that. So, I think uh, he also scared of balls in play. Like, he's just like, oh, two on, I don't want a ball in play. But I agree with you that it should be at least thought of. I think right now the thought process is Britain's closed before. He's been an elite closer. He'll be our ninth inning guy. Right. Which is a bit of an older school mentality. And they've got Johnny in the stopper role right now, which he's kind of earned and is an important role in baseball right now. And 
with Chad not being full tilt Chad right now. Well, I'm interested because clearly with Chapman out, I mean, Loiza got one save, but I think Britain was out of that game as well. I don't think Britain pitched before him. So if Britain is available with Chapman out, Britain is the closer. We learned that two of these games. But in the first game, Loiza came out for the seventh inning and Chad was the eighth inning. And then in game three here, Chad came out first and then Johnny came out second. So I don't know what their thought process is or why those situations were different or what. Are they just rotating them to rotate it so they're not seen as eighth so inning and seventh inning roles? Like, so they're just because, yeah, I didn't, I was confused. Yeah, I'm checking some lineup stuff. Um, let's see. Louisa comes in for Perez, Benintendi, Dozier. Uh, laptop just died. Chad came in for the bottom of the lineup and he ended up coming back around to Whit Merrifield. So, I mean, maybe they're playing some lane stuff. Like, they're giving Johnny the, these guys can do either or, but if there's a tougher matchup, we're going to Johnny right now. I don't know. Yeah. Chad looked good in game three, but we'll get there when we get there. But uh, I didn't have a problem with how they did game one. No, and I mean, if you could tell a Yankees fan that if <laughs> Chad, Britton, or Johnny – had gotten a clean inning that you win this, you win the game in regulation. I mean, you have to take that. Do you uh, want to talk about Booney getting ejected and the balk at all? Did we talk about that last episode? I guess so. I think we talked about it a little bit. There's a lot of weird stuff in this game. There was the Gallo ball that hit the base. There was the Cardi ball that hit the guy in the face. DJ's triple. DJ's triple, which was a homer a lot of times. A lot of stadiums. Umpire sub. Umpire sub. So, I mean, for me, bulk suck. I mean, what are you going to do? We're stoked if we're on the end of one and we get a gift. If we don't, it sucks and it's a pretty, you know, we had Laz Diaz in our comments arguing with the people, so that's when you know it's good. Yeah, I, whenever I post, uh, like, a breakdown on something like that, like the umpires come out in full force and – you know, everyone's saying it's a, it was, all the umpires are saying it was a balk because he takes the sign in that crouch position and he gets that's out of the crouch position and that's his pitching motion. Like when he's about to throw a pitch, he stands up from the crouch position. So he would have to step off while crouched is what everyone was saying. Right. Because by... Cause, while you're looking in and he's doing his thing, you'd have yeah. to take your foot off And it's that. so slight. And uh, what they what umpires will be like? There's no such thing as a ticky tack buck. A buck is a buck. And my counter is then why are the th- th- why is the strike zone three zero drastically bigger than the strike zone three uh, one or three two? Because if your umpires and your brainless robots that are just following a rule book, uh, you don't like you definitely. Well, I think they say now that they they don't do that. Like, I know, but it is do they that do in that in the day. Yeah. No, they still do that now though too. Right. But uh, I don't know. It's like, just don't call that. You don't need to call that. Yeah, it's tough. You wonder if baseball ever addresses it because, like Coney said, it's, and he's all over every time it happens, it's deceiving the base runner. Nothing Johnny Lasagna did there was to deceive a base runner. The opposite. It's like trying to not deceive the yeah. base runners. So. Yeah. Uh, Booney got ejected. That was cool. It's fun. 
Umpire's lip reading was hilarious. Made me laugh. Giggles. Giggle machine. Check out the breakdown. And then uh, judge play at the plate. I uh, disagree with most Yankee fans. There was no way it was going to be overturned. Right. That's the part. Well, you even said you thought there was clear evidence. I don't think there's clear evidence either way. That one... Because it's all about the foot bounce, right? Yeah. That's, that's the discussion. Uh, the one angle, I th- it's like coming in between the pitcher and third base. I mean, it, the tag has not been applied and it, the foot gets back down. But it, the fact that you're even saying that sentence, like no one's disagreeing with you on having something overturned because anytime you enter that realm, I mean, it's supposed to be 100%. And how can you do anything 100%? But if that was called safe, they would have called him safe. Like, you don't think... If that was called safe, you don't think it would have gotten overturned to out, do you? No. Right. I don't think there was any clear evidence. Yeah. But everyone was... Everyone... I don't know. People were posting it like it was, like, night, like, clear as day. I was like, I don't think so. Yeah, there's... uh, A little Yankees bias kicks in. I mean, but, you know, the, the Yankees people that would normally dance around it, like Jack... I guess, and probably influences me, like Jack Curry, the angle I'm talking about, that's where he's like, that's that's a safe base runner, and Jack's kind of my safety blanket. And everything That I angle, do. like, I don't even know if he's reached the base yet, and I think, like, you can't even, like, I, if they spun it around well, and he's, discussion. like, two inches from the plate, like, that's, I still think he's early there. That's the whole discussion. Yeah, so I was, I don't know. I was not surprised at all it wasn't turned over. Yeah. I, was, I thought he was safe. Those nor, are the two statements. Yeah, yeah. I was not surprised nor really upset. Like, it is what it is, and it was as close as it gets. They need better camera angles. I don't know why MLB, and we've talked to people that work. Why invest in the game? We talk to people that work for, you know, very deep inside the walls, and they've asked us, like, hey, why are some things not returned? I said, because there's not standard camera angles. You're relying on the broadcast, and their goal is not to have cameras set up for replays at each base. Like, MLB, go install zoomed-in cameras that give you four angles of all four bases. Who cares if you have to put eight cameras around? Pretty easy one-time investment. (laughs) Like, Watch any NFL game on a Sunday. The broadcast looks exactly the same. Like, why not get good cameras for review? Exactly the same. That's silly. If you want to not give them to the broadcast, I mean, you can keep, you can use those just for yourself for reviews if you really want. They say they have those, but I don't think they're like good, good, good. They're lying. Yeah. All right, let's go to burn number two, and it's brought to you by GetRoman.com slash JomBoy. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. A U.S. licensed healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan if medication is appropriate. It ships to you free with two-day shipping. The whole process is straightforward and discreet. Getting started is simple. Just go to GetRoman.com slash Yanks and complete an online visit. Take care of your ED without leaving home. Complete an online visit today and connect with a doctor and take care of it. Go to GetRoman.com slash JomBoy now to get $15 off your first month. Jake, are you ready? I think so. Burn 
Are Roman you? good. Roman good. Roman. Roman is so good. Can help your penis. Yes. Do better. Go to getroman.com slash John Boy. $15 off. Burn. Jakey. Burn. Penis. Game to a couple southpaws looking to get their hands on some of their good Kansas City barbecue. Nestor Cortez Jr. versus Daniel Lynch. Wow. What a matchup. Can you believe it? Speaking of, Salvi Perez cheated on every test. You got D's, D's, Kanye. 2-0 Kansas City after he goes tank job in the first. Jimmy Velasquez, the kid from the Bronx. I know him. He scores on a wild pitch, the Yankees specialty. 2-1, make it 3-2. Higgy, 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 can't you see? Sometimes your bombs just hypnotize me. You remind me of Zach in some ways. You're two guys who like to play guitar. Ah, John Ralphio. Yanks up 3-2. Whit Merrifield steals third as Higgy throws it away. Tough game with the arm from Higgy Pop. It is locked up at threes, but DJ Jim, can he? Will he? Has he? RBI single makes it four to three. Yanks into the six. Let's go. Oh, no. Salvi Perez does it again on his 10-year anniversary of debuting in the bigs. Congrats to him. We're tied at fours. And then, oh, no. We've been riding this wave with Stevens, and it starts to collapse a little bit. He gets popped by Dozier, makes it 5-4 Kansas City. In the seventh, they continued. Alberto with the squeeze, 6-4, make it 7-4 because it was actually Lopez with the squeeze. We're 7-4. I didn't write the end of this burn if you found out. Alberto with another sacrifice, double sacrifice RBI game for handsome enhancer Alberto. Jimmy met him. Try to remember. Yanks lose this game 8 when did we meet uh, Hanser Alberto? He was on one of the spring training backfields, mm. I think, with the Orioles. Orioles. Like, we, we met a pitcher. Yeah, and I remember that. And then we kept going to the backfields, and he was, like, there alone, and he knew Ploofy, and we dapped him up and said hi. Oh, okay. Yeah. Thick. They did uh, spring training together in Texas, so they were friends. Mm. Handsome Hanser. How do you find out... The leading in scoring by wild pitch teams. Are the Yankees still number one? There was a time when KT Sharp was getting a lot of <laughs> Twitter action on that topic. And when it was like hot, hot in the streets, I think the Yankees were second or third in the league. It's like, cooled down a little bit, but. But has it cooled down for everyone? I don't know. Because, yeah, I mean, that was uh, just good comedy. Yeah, BBD, I don't know if you know how to find that or if you want to do, like, one Google search mm. to see. Do you know how to find it? I pr- I'm pretty sure it's it's kind of a convoluted way you got to find it. Like Good it's word. Not just you, straight up. Do you think it's a uh, stat head? You can look into it. Okay. I just Googled score on wild pitch leaders. And we have um, Dylan Cease throws the most wild pitches. Are we going to see him? Or no, we're seeing Lynn Giolito. Cease? We're seeing Cease, yeah. So, he leads the AL in wild pitches. 
There's also a guy that I have DM conversations with about disc golf. Lynn sees Giolito in that order. Well, you know who's, you know, what the fuck? You know who led with wild pitches in twenty in 2019? George Brett. Lance Lynn. Oh, my God. And another pass ball. The Yankees are up 8 nothing. Lance Lynn's just throwing them away. It's wild pitches, not pass balls. The catchers got lost in the corn. Vanished. I think that might be the part of it that makes it hard because you got to find the pass balls as well. All right. This uh, this is interesting, Jim, because you can look back at the first game where we used a lot of bullpen, and you could wonder would they have come in earlier. The other thing that was kind of bizarre about this game was Nestor's pitch count was constantly low. Yeah. Um, just like at compliments, but also not compliments, because you know in the first inning he was getting he got hit by Salvi, he gives up the two run homer, and I did the like okay. Like, are we getting to the nervous point of, you know, when a starting pitcher gets close to 30 pitchers in an inning, you got to get someone up, and are you going to have to save them? Um, he was at, like, pitch 11 after giving up a double to Benny, two hitters after Salvi Perez. So it's like, oh. They're just swinging. KC's swinging tonight. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. This one should... Should have felt a little more salty, but coming off the game the night before, it kind of didn't. Yeah, like Ruko and I were texting, and I was like, dude, I'm fine, because game one was wild. Like, almost, obviously wish we would have won, but totally fine. Also, the Nestor pitch count thing uh, was kind of odd, but also like, okay, well, Nestor's going to eat innings. Like, we need that right now. And he wasn't terrible. I wish that fourth run didn't happen, the the last homer, because he was at five innings pitched, right. three earned runs, and I was like, yeah, you can live with that. And then Ridings comes in, and he has a tough outing. And um, and I think he was sitting 96 on the balls that got hit, and they got hit pretty good. And I think it's a, it is a reminder that, hey, dude, that 98 plays really well, uh, and you could throw it kind of down the middle. But if you're pumping 96, you got to be a little more on the out the edges. And I, I was I'm, like I said a couple days ago, throw ridings. Mm. He needs to fail a couple times before you like stop pitching him. I'm not swaying my opinion on him right now after that outing. And I was almost fine with him getting beat up a little bit too. I wish that the offense did more um, in this game, but. They did put up four runs, um, and I wish the Yankees didn't commit four errors. So it was really the errors were the only part that was, like, disappointing, disappointing. But then who were the errors committed by? Higgy with two throwing errors, which that's tough. Um, He also hit the home run, though, so I absolved him. It's a little bit of a wash, but, you know, if you're a backup catcher and Higgy's quotes, you know, Higgy doesn't come off as a New York City guy until you read those quotes after the game, and you're like, oh, he's perfect. What did he say? I didn't see it. Um, he just said he's like, it was terribly frustrating. Like, I cannot do that. And it's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> Shake hands. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, I guess that's that's the other thing. Ridings, ridings is what you circle in this game, and it's why you don't end up feeling sad because he is a rookie in his fourth game ever or whatever. The Yankees brought him in to be, if he was light out, 
Ridings, I think the Yankees probably win this game. He comes in, he gets a few punches, he looks electric, and the Yankees are like, all right, we just found a new weapon. Let's ride. When he gets touched up a little bit, it's like, oh. Yeah, and there was the throwing error by him was really like, uh oh. Okay. Yeah. I saw a couple Dellen Potenses. And I was like, three errors by the battery. It's tough. It's odd. Odd. And it's a little bit of the, uh, you know, you, you opened up my eyes to this gym. When you look back at a box score and you see, although Nestor's had a crazy year, to see Nestor Cortez Jr. ridings, Jolie Rodriguez, and Nick Nelson, at the end of the day, you're like, ah. If you told me that in spring training, I wouldn't say that's a game we won. Yeah. And I would have been a little straight up confused. Yeah. Who? How does what? It, who are? How? That was August? Who and how? What the H? <laughs> X must be in first by a lot. The Michael Taylor um, mm. pitch, I think, is. I don't know Stephen Ridings. I don't know his headspace. I don't know what he's thinking. But if I was trying to play like psychologist or therapist or be a creep, I guess. Mm. Michael Taylor's not a big league banger, right? Like, he's not known for his bat. He's a very speedy center fielder right. who can hit. But Saw he, him make some great defensive plays. But, he, but you, he's not an offensive threat in the average MLB game, right? Is that rude? No, I think that's... Steven Riding's probably feeling so good about himself, right? Yeah. And throws absolute gas and has had three... This is his third or fourth outing. He goes down 2-0 to Michael A. Taylor. And I wonder if he thinks, well, this guy's not... Right. This guy's not, you know, a big hitter. I just got to throw a fastball right by him. He throws a 2-0 fastball, pretty center cut, uh, 94.7 miles per hour, mm. and Taylor just smacks it for a double. And I think it's a little bit of like, oh, okay, even the not great power bats right. in M- in Major League Baseball can handle a 95 center cut fastball on a 2-0 count. Michael Franco kind of did the same thing to him. Yeah, I, I think his second second outing, and yeah, I mean you know, deep diving a little too much. He comes in for Dozier. There's two outs. He gets him o two, throws a nice o two pitch, an up and in fastball, right, a great o two pitch, and then he grooves it down the dick, and Hunter Dozier roped it. So yeah, and like like you're saying, let's see where the Stephen Ridings experiment ends. Um, I, I think I was talking to myself either in the shower or just too high and too many thoughts, but like, we're kind of at a point in baseball where I think every relief pitcher that comes up at this point is going to impress us. (laughs) Like you kind of can't be a minor league reliever right now if you don't throw either a 94 plus or have a disgusting off-speed pitch. So I feel like these next couple years we kind of need to unbrainwash ourselves to not be fully roped in. But if he's pumping 100, that plays, which 96 is very different. Um, But, yeah, there's going to be growing pains. There is for every pitcher. So let's find out if they're going to be mild growing pains or, you know, a little shots fired at ourselves. We combined a Johnny Luizaga and Nick Nelson PPP this year because we were juiced up about Nick Nelson and so were the Yankees. So... And I don't, I don't think he – can I talk about Nelson a little in this game? Cause, sure. Because I don't think he deserves an award mm. or mf right? It would be really rude to MF him. Okay. Just not his year. It was – what? 
it was disappointing uh, to see him come out and walk guys again. Yeah. Because you would think, and, you know, it might be mechanical, and I'm sure he's not trying to, but in the situation that he's being brought into in this game, they're already down, and it's kind of like, to just eat the innings and get us out of here. Yeah. And I think he had a problem with – he's had a problem with walking people all season. Uh, he gets called back up, and y- you would just – expect to pound the zone um and it's, he throws so many balls yeah it's a uh i would assume i was like really dude i'd rather you give up eight runs but you only throw strikes that's what i think his next outing is i think they're down i think he wants to do that i think we're in a mental place right now okay i i think we're 20 percent mechanics like we will next off season hear about a nick nelson mechanics and they found something I think it's eighty percent. Like I think they he Mike Harkey's last words when he go, went in that game was like, "Throw it over," and I think those words are starting to dig at his head a little bit. He's got sixteen walks in his last twelve innings in MLB. So, yeah, if we see Nelson again in a big league game, I would hope the Yankees are down ten nothing, and they say, "Dude, just throw as many strikes as you can." And by the way, I do think. We need to take a step back a little bit. The Yankees have kind of screwed with Nick Nelson this year. There's been, he's been starting sometimes in the minors. He's been relieving sometimes in the minors. He's gotten put in some tough spots this year in major league games. Um, The performance has been bad, and there's nothing you can say about that. But, you know, I think through the first couple months this year, there was three or four times that we were like, putting Nelson in that spot is not the play. So... Had a couple spot. It's where baseball is a messed up year. sport, man. Yeah, no, I agree with that all that. Sounds like he didn't get like a whole like, lot of prep on, time for. Come on, Nelly. Would you say? Come on, Nelly. All right, are you ready for burn three, the last game mm. of the series, and the Yankees win it? Are you ready? Let me make sure. I just liked a Jolly Olive tweet. Okay, what did he say? It was actually the homer draft. It was Jolly Olive's first homer draft, so I was excited for him. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'll be good. Good? I'm good. I'm good. I'm All good. right. On your mark. Get on your set. Mm-hmm. And burn, Jakey, burn. Rubber matches. Brady Singer tries to croon his way to victory versus Lucas Lover Licky as he tries to give one of those L's to the Roy L's. Like two lovers not seeing each other for a while, the Yanks jump on top early. Voight finds the void with a two RBI single. Rugi Ruai. Oh no, another run of scored. Ooh. Ay, 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 ay. Three nothing yanked in the first, but Salvi with the RBI ground out pushes one across for the Royals. Let's jump to the fourth. DJ 26 with another one. Jim, is he? Can he? Will he? Four to one. Yanks make it five as the judge gavels a run of his own. Five one. Yanks. Gallagher smashes a watermelon for a, uh, the second run for the Royals. It's actually an error. The Yankees <laughs> keep doing that, uh, and it's kind of a nightmare. But Jim, kind of like BBD with John Boy Media, he's been scoreless the rest of the way. Wow. Yankees go. Licky, Abreu, Joely, Chad, Johnny, Britton. 
and Yanks win game three, five, two, final. Wow. Good job, Jake. Uh, Gallagher got in the burn. Good job. You Gallagher. love Gallagher. I don't really know much about Gallagher. I like... I like the concept for a fleeting moment. I think it's a great... Jim, I've, I give you this speech twice a day, and you're like, stop, Jake. How can you think I need to hear this twice a day? You can look back at every 20 years in history and be like, wow, society was kind of dumb, huh? I think Gallagher's one of those. I see. Gallagher was so deep in, like, the country's lexicon because he was a guy who smashed watermelons. You know? And yet, part of that is endearing. <laughs> I mean... BBD, do you know who Gallagher is? Um, no. Okay. This guy? I guess that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> is that the real answer? Yes. Yeah, that's Gallagher. Yeah, you I really don't know, don't know who that is? I think he's technically a comedian, Yeah, but yeah. he ended every show. I would hope that's an attempt at comedy. BBD, he ended BBD, every he show was like Carrot Top's dad. Yeah. <laughs> But he only did one thing. Carrot Top would have a suitcase full. You know what Carrot Top is? I know, I know who Carrot Top is. I don't know like his full like. Deal. You don't know what Carrot Top did? Damn. Not fully. Like you're gonna say, and I'll be like, oh yeah, I have. Heard Carrot that, Top would bring a trunk on stage, and it was just like nonstop props, chaos, and it was he pulled I knew things on the out of trunk. level. <laughs> Gallagher props. was like, uh, you know, the first version of that, but he only had one prop, and it was a watermelon and a smashing. Like, yeah, he would just smash Hey, it. I'll say this. If you Google image Gallagher Watermelon, this is one of the best just Google image searches I've seen. No, it's uh, phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we just laughed a lot. There's a picture of Gallagher <laughs> balancing a watermelon. <laughs> We're literally just looking, <laughs> looking at pictures of Gallagher. This probably is a great. This isn't great for the podcast or the YouTube community because it's just us looking at it. But now you get it. So, see, I don't know if society was bad. We're laughing. We're laughing, but I think you know the note we're laughing at. I think it was was the same note the whole time. Yes. I think he was going for that note. I don't. Oh, I think he's in on it big time. Look at these photos, man. This dude knows. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love a fantastic photo. This guy knows what he's doing. So, Gallagher getting into the burn. I like that. Good. I mean, obviously, we were at the office for game three, and we were working during yeah. it, but it felt so much like, yeah, the Yankees are going to win this game. Why don't they just, like, win by a lot? I don't want to have to remind myself every time a Royal gets on base, like, oh, yeah, the game is actually close. Right. But you kind of did, but you didn't. Well, and so Singer for the Royals was making his first start back, so he was on a short lease. The Yankees put up three. There's one out um, and two runners on. So you're, you know, we're about to go 5 nothing. The Royals have a dead pen. Uh, Yankees go classic double play ball. Why Offense not? goes a little quiet. And then, yeah, at one point in this game, you know, Chad Green comes in. No outs, runner on first, 5-2 game. And you get clipped, it becomes a very serious game. So he didn't. He looked good. He threw so Chad, 15. Chad he, Green didn't give up an important homer. He threw 31 pitches. How many do you think were curveballs and how many do you think were fastballs? 
He was pumping the curve pretty good. I will go with 21 fastballs, 10 curveballs. 16 curveballs, 15 fastballs. I got scared about it. More curves. Britain threw 16 pitches. How many do you think were sinkers? How many pitches? 16. 15. Yeah. Right on the button. Uh, I liked the... I like the bullpen usage uh, this game. Litke gives you two. You get one earned. Um, what of it? Through 46 pitches, Litke? Stretch out Litke season. It's a lot of pitches. Um, that's Early the most, in the season, he had a couple of those, That's right? the most in a while. I think he's been at 30 for the most. Uh, I guess you just don't use him tomorrow. There's no game Friday. You got yeah, to not use Litke for a little bit. He's out till... Boston. The weekend. No, he could pitch in that Angels game. He can definitely pitch in that Angels game, but he's out for Chicago, I think. Unless you need him for Sunday. Sunday. Uh, yeah, Chicago. I think they're working on stretching him out. I think this is part of the plan. But if they wanted him to throw forty again, I don't think he pitches Sunday. Well, today's thir- Wednesday, yeah. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, definitely then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. I was getting confused. Um, Albert Abreu comes We're in. We're not a day podcast anymore. Albert Abreu comes in for two point one. Much going on. We used to be like a sharp day podcast. By knowing the days? Like we were. We were on it. We yeah. knew what day it was. I'd say at a 95% clip. You know what it is? Today's Wednesday. Yeah. But it we feels had, like a Thursday. And we it know feels that. like a Thursday. We know that. Yes. And Tuesday felt like a Thursday as well. And who knows what Field of Dreams is going to do to us. That's going to fuck us up because Field of Dreams is a Friday. No, it's a Thursday. See, I'm all messed up. Field of Dreams game is a Thursday game that's going to feel like a Sunday game. And Friday, they're off. We might be coming a math pod instead of a day pod. Oh, uh, no. BBD's confession. I think it's just colors. We'll become a color pod. Okay. Like, I know what color shirt yours is. I'm not great at colors. You know that. Yeah, I know that. That's funny. What color shirt is BBD wearing? That's purple. Hell yeah. Well, in the middle. And green. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> two for two. Uh, Barney colors all over it. Albert Abreu comes in for 2.1, gives up four hits, only one earned run, also strikes out four. So good job by Abreu. And then Joely comes in for two batters uh, or two outs, walks one batter. And you got um, five innings out of the opener-esque people, right? And it's a close game. After five innings, the Yankees are now up five to two. It's a three-run game. Just go to the good guys. You yeah. only got you got three of them. You use them. Now I wonder if Clay Holmes was available. If he would have pitched a six and Chad the seventh and Johnny the eighth and Britton the ninth. Mm. And then with Clay Holmes out, was there any thought about someone else pitching the six? And I don't know if there was, but I'm glad that they said no. We like you said. I know it's the Royals. They need to win this game. They need to win series. They need to keep momentum going. So I was happy they went. To Chad, even though it's two innings, and I didn't want them to be doing that, I really wish they would have split that second inning with Chad and Johnny somehow mm. and gone like 1.1, 1. 1, uh, 1. 1.2. Uh, I don't hate giving clean innings as well, though, but I was happy with the the way Boone handled the pen here. Yeah, and I, I think so. We have one game, Field of Dreams game, which, like, let's see. You know, we rolled up to London last time, and that – 
was a hit festival. Could see Iowa going one of the two ways, and we'll hear about the pitching vortex or the non-hitting vortex or, oh, the ball really didn't fly because there was no stands or whatever we'll find out. Um, and it's Heaney versus the Cy Young winner. So getting this win was huge. You win the series. I told you I wanted two out of four this week. Um, we've got a chance to go for three out of four, which would be awesome. Heen Dog versus Lance Lynn, whatever. Um, but, you know, we're going to end up on Instagram Live on Saturday talking that, you know, the Yanks should have a reset bullpen. Go out and get it. Tyone on the bump with a reset bullpen. Like, that's a game you should win. So, however that pans out, whether that's to try to win the series or to survive in the series... I'm going to live with that. Okay. Happy for you. Thank you. Happy to be living. Are you, anything else you got to say before we move on to the individual? I mean, just getting ready for the uh, the Heen Dog Brody Kerner Field of Dreams game. Do, or do they have to use Kerner? I mean, like, they haven't used him. It's kind of weird they've kept him up without using him. Clark Schmidt just got reinstated. Uh... I think he's going to be playing some minor league ball, but I don't know. They signed him to AAA. So. Yeah. Um, and Kerner, Kerner is their safety net for whenever they need 60 pitches next time. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who, who pitches then. You can go Ridings again. Litke's out. I mean, you can go Chad, Johnny, and Zach because it would be two days in a row for them. And then you have the offset on Friday. But I also see them really loving the idea of doubling the off days. You probably want to get a double for one of them. Yeah. Like Chad. Chad pitched two today. Chad's Chad, out tomorrow. Chad's out tomorrow. He's yeah. ready to go for Saturday. That makes sense. Probably Chad's out tomorrow and Luizaga is not going to pitch the Saturday game or something. Get yeah. two off days on that end. All right. Let's move it on to awards, which are brought to you by Draft Kings. Mm. College football is coming back. You could take advantage of an offer they have where if you bet on any college football game, you will instantly win $200 in free bets, and you go put those on the Yankees to win the rest of the way, mm. and you win big. It's fairly simple. Everybody's favorite sportsbook app, the DraftKings one. Use code JOHNBOY when you grab it. That's how they know that we sent you and we get credit and they support us and we're able to continue to do our jobs. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code JOHNBOY to receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any college football game. That's promo code JOHNBOY to get your free $200 in free bets instantly. For a limited time, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana. 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Big Mets come back. They needed Did they? that. They needed yeah. that. Shout out Shea Station. Shea Station. Pete Alonzo. All right. The first award that we give out here on Talking Yanks is... Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Pride of the Yankees. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jim, I think you're giving out the pride, right? I'm the first one up to give out the pride of the Yankees. 
Um, and my pride of the Yankees is Tyler Wade. And make him the damn shortstop until Glaber's back. He's earned it. He's earned it. He's got a 600 batting average in his last 21 plate appearances. He got a 650 on base percentage. His batting average on the season's 253, up from 191. He's on fire. He's making catches in the outfield, then diving after them in honor of Clint Frazier, who is old friend, who's not around anymore. Solidarity. He's bunting. He's getting hits. He's stealing backs. Two swipes today. And just play him at short. You're not going to hurt Velasquez's feelings. And what's the worst thing that happens? You run him into the ground and the hot streak ends and he turns back into Tyler Wade of two months ago and then you have a bench piece again. So there's literally nothing to lose. I would like them to just make Wade the shortstop until Glaber's back and see what he does. And I don't care about lefty-righty. I don't care about nothing. Just start him. And he's the pride of the Yankees. And uh, the biggest shit eater uh, in a while from Yankees fans. Like, he, that dude can't open his Instagram DMs, can't open his Twitter. It's probably a mess. And he's having a hell of a stretch right here. He's got the post-game interview, headsets on. Happy for him. Jim, do you mind if I say something? Say it. I get a lot of comments. About how hot you are. You know, Tyler Wade this... Jake, what's the deal? Why do you guys look that much alike? I don't know. Not a genealogist. Stop asking me. Jim, the most important part. The at-bats looked good. Yeah. Crispy. My dude was battling. First lefties, dick love lady, I bet. He was battling. He was in there to bunt. He goes down 0-2. And he put together his best at bat as a Yankee. You said it. He looked locked in. He was battling. Like, it looked, you know, it was a little, like, felt like a Brett Gardner-Tyler Wade handshake that happened in a cornfield in Kansas City. Uh, And then he drove a ball today, which Coney tiptoed around in the best way that he's like, hey, Tyler, if you're going to try to jump early heaters in a count, and it looks like that, Okay, but we just haven't seen that at this level. Um, so, man, he put together some great at-bats. Um, it looked good, and like you're saying, why not let it ride? If it ends up going back to what we've seen, a lot of Tyler Wade, then we're back at square one. If Tyler Wade who I've mentioned this before, we look back at each season and there's a couple, you got to butter knife a little bit. And I guess the bigger part was, even when we were butter knifing, you know, and Tyler Wade had a nice stretch where he was 10 for 25, five of them were infield singles, which we're still excited about because he has the speed to get those. His at-bats look good. Let's find out because guess what? Tyler Wade can play every outfield position. He can play every infield position. You don't need him at first base. And he plays it at a really solid level. So, like, BBD, I know you were getting some fake flack from your fake tweet because sometimes the internet doesn't move quick enough, but Tyler Wade is 26 years old. He can still be figuring it out. 
And the speech that <laughs> I know Jim's given him on this show multiple times, like shorten up the swing and hit liners, hit it into the ground. If that light bulb starts to go off, he has a 340 on base right now. If Tyler Wade, and I've said this on here, if he's a 320 on base guy, Tyler Wade is a 10-year MLB guy. Well, he's already a five-year, right? He debuted in 2017. <laughs> well, before this hot streak, where do you think it was heading? Yeah, I know, but you I'm know? just saying people probably wouldn't know that he was halfway there. You said let it ride. Let it ride. Which uh, is one of, it's a real good Boy Meets World scene. It's pretty good. Mm. Claps are in order. I believe that is Tyler Wade's first Pride of the Yankees award. <laughs> I did not know that. Wow. And I just said I tried he- to like triple check the records to make sure. Wow. I believe that is number that is number one. Now not to Lose him into a tie. Not to well, kick a man Andrew while McCutcheon, he's down. With Aaron Boone. How many other people have only received one Pride of the Yankee? Um, is that the onlys? The onlys? Adovino only onlys? got one. Cashman only got one. Chance Adams got one at, somehow. Didn't yeah. someone this year the get Tances, their first two? Kratz, Jay Bruce, Joe Harvey, Lance Lynn only had one. Lickie? Nestor, I think, one? got his first this Nestor. year. He might, have, he might have a couple at this point now. So I need to know the When did Chance Adams get his? Was it a joke? Could have been a... Let's not harp on some things. Um, good job, Can Wade. Can you just tell me the date of when Chance Adams got his? I'm, I'll, I'll look for it. Oh, sorry. I and, thought it was uh, right there. Good job, Tyler Wade. That might be the longest path. It was a... Oh, I think it was he made his first career start against the Red Sox. I believe that was the Get Swept series, a disaster. Mm. First time you and I hung out, so kind of cute. Uh, but because it, every single game was a complete disaster, he got pride just for making his debut. That's me guessing. Okay, all right, yeah. But cool. it's, yeah. it says Red Sox series 2018. Yeah, he went five innings, pitched three earned runs. Wade with just over two years of service time. Baseball. <laughs> Six sport. Entering the year. Who's your pride of the Yankees? Jim, great pride. Thank you. Grape pride. Um, let me think about this. Yeah. No, it's better. If you don't if you mind. Think. No, it's better when you put thought into it. Because I don't want to give out one that feels wrong. You know? I am going to give the pride of the Yankees. You know what? I'll bite. Oh my God. I'll bite. He's biting. Madeline, I'll bite. She had some of my favorite policies. People forget that. Madison. Who? Albright. Oh. But I shortened it to Albright. I used to watch the news. Jim, I'm giving it to DJ LeMania. Are you really? Oh! Are you really? Are Jim! You? Yeah. <laughs> Using your hands. Dude, Madison Albright was old. Yeah. And everyone does get old. Well, the lucky. Simmons was old. Like, look at this, like, picture they use for this article. Yeah. That's, I was going to say something borderline. Listen to this headline. Madeline Albright thinks it's good when America gets involved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let her ride. I mean, back when, like, I guess my parents watched the news, it was like her, Colin Powell. They were in the mix, man. It was lit. Jimmy, DJ LeMayhew, he goes five for 13 this series. 
A uh, couple walks, three runs, three ribeye steaks. Has the highest uh, OBP of any Yankee not named Tyler Wade this series. And, Jim, I laughed. You did. He got slid down to the fifth spot, and we were kind of wondering, okay, is this a shot across the bow at the Yankees? They end up returning him. Fine with. Jim, his first two swings... From the fifth hole, where he batted in the first game, were the two closest swings to 2020-2019 DJ LeMahieu I've seen this year. It was a foul ball down the line, and then it was the triple. Um, And man, you just pulled up another double he hit, which again, the DJ power had just been missing all year. All year, his bat had a little bit of pep in it this series. And, Jim, you just brought up the replay of the triple. Where was that pitch that he hit 330 to the opposite field? Up and in or up and Up away? and in. Yeah, up and in. Like dotted up and in, a 99-mile-per-hour fastball. A couple series ago, he had a single that made me sad. Oh, no. He hit a single that just got by the first baseman. That in previous years, you'd be like, oh, that's going to be down the line, DJ LeMayhew. And it looked like he was playing with, like, a floppy bat or something. I don't know what it was. I hope it's not a flash in the pan. Five things that the Yankees need to go right this year to make the postseason. We've been Five talking about it. Five things they need to go right. Like, DJ could still be one of them. Think so, but we—I said this a couple episodes. We've kind of given up. Like it just, it just hasn't felt right all year. This series, for the first time, it kind of felt. I want to look right. at the foul ball swing that you were talking about again. Was Here you go. Here's fastball? the foul ball swing. Slider down the middle. Fastball. I mean, that looks like a homer at the stadium, right? It might be. That's debatably a better swing than the triple, right? That's a nice pitch, too. Like, we haven't seen that juice in DJ's Dude, that, guy, that guy's pitch is nice. Watch just, like, the ball. Yeah, he's gross, man. Just, like, whoop, on a line. He was good, by the way. That, that pitcher is good. So, DJ's your pride of the Yankees. Yeah. First time Jake's given him pride all, all season. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. No, you gave it to him uh, during the National Series. Aha. Uh-huh. So, you love DJ. First time you've done it with him in the room. You also gave it to him in the Philly series. Second time you've given it with him in the room. So, this is your third pride for DJ. Good looking girls. On for a guy that you've been so tough on, seems a lot like you will love him. It's fourth pride of the season. I'm learning to love him. I gave him a pride once. Gave him one. Sure did. He's DJ. Four prides this year. No. You gave it to him against the Red Sox. We'll see. It is the Royals. It's uh but those swings we're talking about were against their good pitcher. It looked a little different this series. In a good way. If they face another righty, are you fine with him? Like singer's a righty, right? Singer's a righty. So what was that about? <laughs> I don't know. They put they put DJ to the five how, ball how far about right. This? How about this? Well, maybe it's a really cool story 
that like you find out at the end of the year. Bat me fifth, and if I don't get a single hit, bat me ninth the rest of the year, Boone. Yeah. Or if I get two hits, I'm back up to one. If I don't get a hit today, I'm running polls till I throw up. It's more like it. Who have you heard and you say know that what? before? And you know what? And he just said it with his eyes. Like, DJ just walked up to Boone's office, just knocked and looked at him, and oh. Boone knew everything he was saying. I have it similar to that. Boone had DJ leading off. Came in and... Yeah. I had it as a magnet. I'm hit. I saw that magnet. I had it as he unmagneted his name and then just threw it I on the 5 I had him crossing it out, and then wait, that seems really inconvenient to Boone. Yeah. So I'm changing it to a dry erase board. Or chalk. Kansas City seems like a chalk town. I'm going to stick with the magnet. I think it's cool. Okay. Good job by DJ Lamahu. Get hot. Live hot. Dare Lance to throw you them heaters. You think so? No. It's really good. Um. All right. MFR. It's time to award the Yankee MF. You Yankee motherfucker. Let's see. Let's see. Mm-hmm. There's actually for their, you know, they didn't sweep, but there's still not a lot of great options. So I'm going to band-aid it. I'm going to get it out of the way. I'm going to sugarcoat it a bunch. I'm going to get it. I don't want it lingering. I don't want the anxiety to hang over his head that he hasn't gotten one yet. He doesn't want to get one. I'm giving it to Gallo. The strikeouts in game one looked awful, but the dude's slider was great. He only has one hit in the three games. He's striking out a lot since he comes over. We know that. I'm not exactly worried or upset or whatever, but I'm sick of people being worried and upset or whatever, and I'm band-aiding it. Gallo gets my MFR. No more of it. Who's your MFR going to? Jimmy, great award. Um, my MFR. God, I got to think about this. He's going to have to think for a little bit, everyone listening. And if your name is Mark... And you're listening in your car right now. You just won a retweet from everyone at the company. Take a video of yourself and prove it's true. Hold your government ID next to your face with the show on in the background. Video of you driving. ID up to your face. Video driving. Your name is Mark. You're listening right now. You've just won 10 retweets from everyone in the company. Jake, who's your... um, MFR, did you think about it? I gave out a damn award to buy you some time. And <laughs> you still don't have it. <laughs> I knew, knew I could get you with that. Dude, this sucks. Dude, this sucks. Yeah, and we already said you couldn't give it to Nelson as a junk heap award. Bro. Bruh. I can't give it to him. I'm giving it to Stan. He was hot. Now he's not. Okay. It's done. It's done. MFers over. MFers over. The regular old awards are brought to you by Flips the Paper with the ads to find out. Oh, it's brought to you by this show called John Boy and Jake Radio. Um, hey, everyone. Today we wanted to tell you about one of the chaotic shows on the John Boy Media Network, John Boy and Jake Radio. You probably already know about John Boy and Jake from their sports talk on Talking Baseball and Talking Yanks, but this podcast is where Jimmy and Jake get all their weirdness out for the week. 
Each week, the guys take part in silly drafts, weird news stories, power what rankings. What show is this? Answer listener questions and eating some halftime snacks? Yeah. This sounds awful for us. <laughs> they even have current and former MLB players join from time to time to compete in the outrageous drafts. What? Kratz, Tim LoCastro. Two Yankees. Peter Moylan. Every Wednesday at noon, a new episode is live streamed on the John Boy and Jake TV YouTube and Facebook channels and released on all your favorite podcast apps. This show sounds like a sock of shit. Sounds like a gaff. You ever shit in a tube sock? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Swung it around no. while you poked holes in it at a concert. No. Um, all right. That's, yeah, brought to you by John Boy and Jake Radio. Go check it out. Today on the radio show, we had Bobby Skinner on, and we drafted animals. Drafted <laughs> highly anticipated animal draft with Bobby Skinner of Talking Giants. Second Talking Giants ad in there. Oh, my wow. God. Jim, what's your first regular old award? My first regular old award is mm. the mm. jobbed. Award. Wow. The job the word. Jobbed. <laughs> uh it's a classic award. Jobbed award. Uh I am going to go with Brett Gardner. No, wrong. Why is Brett it? It's a wrong guess by you, but I guess you're planning on giving Guardy Award later on. Spoilers. The job award goes to Jamison Tyone. I think he should have been in Pride of the Yankee contention. I think it should have been danced around a little bit, set an amazing tone, and also such a good performance that is not going to get remembered because the back end of the game was so crazy, so he's kind of getting jobbed, you know, because the pitcher's tool duel turned into a back-and-forth, like, slugfest of extra innings baseball. All the great stuff that Tyone did didn't seem to matter anymore, and he loses the win because of a balk yeah. and a sack fly. So just jobbed. Just like, such a good outing by him. So many good memories that we won't remember forever. It's tough. So I had the award pegged. I thought you were going to say Guardy because Guard Dog had a nice series. Um, for me, it's the expectations. Like Tyone's been almost too good. Which is a good thing um, But yeah, I, you know, we talked about it a little bit And I, I tweeted out during the game Like, he was giving me playoff starter Number two vibes, man Like, he is owning it He looks comfortable, the breaking ball looks a lot better And uh, he's been gross For a while now um, And that's pretty cool, right? I mean, I think he's Statistically, the best pitcher in the AL since July, since the Philly start. Yeah, since like Fourth of July. They can go deeper than that. Third of July. Um, since June eighteenth, he has a two one one ERA in his last ten starts. It's not bad. But I do think that if you want to get like sicko mode, you can go last seven starts, which is probably what they're doing on the streets. Because in his, since July 6th, his last seven Six. starts, he's got a one two five ERA. I like saying July 4th makes it sound a little more patriotic. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, America, yeah. Great baseball, jazz, bridges, yep. Wow. Jobbed. 
Sorry, guard dog. You can give it to him. No. I don't think Guardy got jobbed, though. Uh, You just jobbed him, so nope. you would say that. No. You Ta- would say that. Tyone did by the bullpen and all the craziness at the end. Um, I Great award, Jim. You really believe it? Great award, Jim. Uh, I'm giving out the I just tweeted out the lineup award. Oh, wow. Lucas Litke. Yes. Um, you know, I saw your I saw your eyes go to the chat and then go to your computer to look at it. So I thought about being coy and doing uh, like by height, and then you would have gone okay. So by height, you get in a line to see who's the tallest line up, Lucas Litke, and I figured I'd save everyone that time by then losing you the time by doing it myself. Lucas Lakey got the start today. Uh, you mentioned Tyone getting jobbed. Lucas Lakey hadn't started a game since 2011. Where did you find that out? Uh, I looked it up. Research, baseball reference. And he started the game for the Yankees today, and it's funny seeing how people use Twitter or Instagram or any social media when they don't really use it. Uh, and Lucas Lakey just tweeted a picture of the lineup, which is very beautiful in a way. Um, but look at these hashtags. Baseball, we like. Oh, my God. I didn't even see all the hashtags. MLB, part of it. He yeah. is. Yankees. Yep. Never give up. And the last one, back to the pen. The last two are awesomely funny. <laughs> They're really good. Like, never those. give up because he finally got to start a game. Yeah. And then, like, but right after that, straight back. Back to the pen. Uh, and, hey, you talk about Tyone setting the tone this series of Litke. Had a bad day today. Uh, we this show could have a totally different tone. So uh, good for Lucas. I'm happy that he's happy for being happy. I also like that it's pretty clearly not he saved the picture the Yankees tweeted. It's a screenshot. You can see the yes. margins, but he did crop out some stuff. Yes. It's really good. It's a winner. Yeah, I love it a lot. Of everything about this, ten of ten. Uh, I'm trying to find his last start. He said it was in 2011. I think it's in the minors. I went to go find it. Yeah, but I, I think he... Oh, okay, here it is. 2011, April 9th. Mm. Who is he pitching for? Loading, it's loading, it's loading. loading. It's, it's loading, loading. it's loading. Tennis, the Tennessee Smokies mm. versus the Huntsville Stars. Mm-hmm. Smokies crushed the Stars 10-2. to Lucas Litke was the starting pitcher for the Stars. Mm. He went 3.2 innings, gave up five earned runs, strikeout two. He went... uh, Dolis pitched in this game Mm. on the other side and so did Alberto Cabrera, your favorite. How about it? The lineup he faced, DJ LeMayhew. That's kind of cool. We can follow up with his treat with like, and in that start, DJ LeMay, you took you deep. <laughs> that is kind of a funny. It's a nice connect the dot. Yeah. Ryan Flaherty. Ooh, Rebel Riddling. Wow. You got your final award, Jim? Um, in my final award. Mm. Goes to 
let me uh, do one. It's going to be quick. Don't even worry about it. It's going to be quick. Be prepared for the show. Don't. Dude, give out an award to a guy named Mark or something. Stall for me. Be a friend. You want me to give my award? No, don't give your award. If uh, we're looking for something to fill the time. <laughs> like, why would you give your award? I'm up. I think you just said give an award to a guy named Mark or something. Or something. Trevor Plouffe went 0 for 1 I, against Lucas Litke. award would have been something. I gave an award to a guy named Mark when you were stalling for time. I have my award ready. You better shut Trevor Plouffe, 0 for 1 with a walk against Lucas Leakey. Both at bats were six pitches. What? 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 Um, uh, I am going to the... Cup, how about a mug? Award. Cup. How about a mug? Award. I hope it's not to the guy that I want to give my award to. Well, how do I? So much better. Who do you want to give your award to? Can't talk about it. Uh, Mine's going to Joely Rodriguez. Uh Aha. Cup of Joe? No, I'll take a whole mug. Mug. I think he's going to be here. I think he's going to be... If they go to the playoffs, I think he's going to be the lefty guy. Okay. Litke's going to get stretched out to be a bulk guy. He's Damaso Marte. He's Damaso Marte. Got him pegged. I'm still at a weird spot with him. Okay. Just because I don't... Know what he's about at all? Yes. Yeah. Like, no, who was the guy earlier this year you were like, your brain just didn't see him? Hmm... Don't know. No, I'm talking about BBD. Your brain just didn't. Jimmy's brain just didn't Jimmy's see a guy. Jimmy's brain wasn't processing. Every time he pitched, Jimmy felt like he didn't see him. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Wilson. It's Justin, Justin Wilson. 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 Yeah. I miss much. So what? 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 Joelle's done in his last two outings is he comes in, he gets two outs, um, and he gives up one hit to a righty. Right. And then he just gets the other guys out. It's fair. It's fair. Get them lefties. Yeah. Are Wandy and Joely like good friends in the bullpen and don't realize that they may be fighting for a spot? I don't know. I wish I did. Mm. Man, dude. DJ went two for two with two singles off Litke in that game. Me. <laughs> So me. Good. Look like you're deep in something. Still. I'm just responding to Litke. Say like, DJ okay. Mayer with two singles in this game. Damn. Like fuck that guy, huh? Yeah. Do people? Can I say that? Or are people going to be think I'm being like mean? I actually wrote fuck that guy, huh? I think you. I think I, think I would include a screenshot of the box score or something. That damn I don't know if that fully will guy. save you it. You probably don't drop out an F that guy. If you make it just What do I say? Screw that guy, huh? What'd he ever turn out to be? I think changing it to screw works. I think that accomplishes well. Uh, how about DJ with two singles? But then is it sexual? DJ with two singles in that game. Bet they were cheapies. 
Nice. I don't know. I'm still You'll get there. You'll bloops. think about it. I'm giving out the bag, B. Total butthead. I went total butthead. Hit, hit tweet. You love butthead. Bag B? I'm giving out the bag B. I love butthead because I watched 90210 a lot with my mom when I was mm-hmm. like 7 to 10 years old. And uh, the blonde haired dude who was sure. like in good shape on 90210 was always calling everyone a butthead. And it was like, what? Bagby. How's that spelled? Bag B Y. One word? One word. It's the Bagby. Gotcha. Uh Bagby. It's the Bagby. Award. Bagby. I think you've been wanting to give Gardner Award for a while and you already gave him an award and now you're pivoting. What? Hmm? I've had this award lined up before the before the show. You did? Yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Brett Gardner, because he is a hot spring. It is not going to Brett Gardner. Wow. James, on July 17th, 1941. July 17th, 1941. Okay. Baseball's... First or second most famous streak came to an end. Jeez. Joe DiMaggio's hit streak came to an end. His last at-bat was against Jim Bagby. Today, a streak came to an end as Whit Merrifield had stolen 31 consecutive stolen bases. Yeah. And Rob Brantley... With the cannon the good Lord gave him, pegged him out as he slightly overslid the bag <laughs> to end Whit Merrifield's streak. That's how Rob Brantley got the bag. B. It's it's tough for. Uh, congrats, Brantley. Uh, the throw was there, and he's overslid. Blah blah blah. But um, it is tough for Whit Merrifield to be like, oh fuck, like I beat the tag. But it's but I'm still out. It would have been safe. It's yeah. a great game. Chess. Guess Bagby's first name. Jim. James. He went by Sarge. What's your first name? <laughs> James. Does anyone call you Jim? Yeah, but that's a nickname. What's your first name? James. Jim. Nickname. Jim. Nickname. I call you Sarge. Yeah, and a lot of people call you Sarge. A lot of people started calling me I Sarge. Yeah, yeah. It uh, trips me up every time. Me? Talking to me? Yeah. Why didn't Joe DiMaggio just keep hitting? Why did he? Yeah. He's really good. Wait. Are there two different Jim Bagby's? Don't you know that after Joe DiMaggio's 56 game hit streak, he went on a hit streak? Dude, there's two Jim Bagby's. The, mine... James Sarge, yeah, played from 1912 to 1921. The Jim Bagby you're talking about, yeah, son of the other Jim Bagby, yeah, the Bagby boys. His name also James Charles Jacob Bagby. <laughs> they are, both have the same exact name. Welcome to the his, party. N- his nickname, Lil Sarge. 
I made that one up. You made it, that up. Well, you made be, that up. But someone good. did at some point. Yeah. Um, they both led the league. Hold on, the Bagby oh Suns. It's already a late up, Jim. Okay. I, I don't know how much Bagby I can give you. Okay. But it looks like you're still going. No, fine. Show's over. Guardy got jobbed. Um, talked about Judgy. Where'd his stats? Judgy had a good series. Five for 14. Uh, Voight with, again, what could have been a game-winning homer. And a game-winning hit before that. Rugi got on the board with a couple hits today. Jonathan Davis looked very smooth in center field. Not much at the dish. Velasquez, the Bronx kid, fun defensively and running. Defense got The weird. dish, not so much. Yeah. Did have the nice double. Uh, both Bagby's led in innings pitched, hits, and batters faced for one season of their career. That was the fun fact that I saw. Bagby shake. All right. That's it. We will be back. Uh, is it, We're just back on Sunday. The weird yeah. is the next episode. All right. Back on Sunday. Pre-game show on IGTV, on a Instagram Live tomorrow and over the weekend, unless we haven't really been doing them Saturdays because we're trying to enjoy our lives with our wives. Uh, soon to be wife for you. That's it. That's the episode. Appreciate you guys. Go Yanks. Tell them, Grams. Go Yankees. <laughs> <laughs>